Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Hey everyone, it's Sherry Stahl, host of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show. Your on-air ladies Bible study event, episode 99, called to shine, not scorch. Shayla Visser from Alpha Canada is on to help you learn the right way of partnering with the Holy Spirit to share the light and love of Christ with others. Downloadable Soul H2O journal pages can be used for your daily devotions and help you dive deep into the teaching segment to quench your spiritual thirst. Find them on today's show notes at soulh2o.com slash 99, along with information about our guest. In a minute, we'll dive into the Soul H2O devotion so you can get refreshed. I had so much fun at Bible college, but one day our fun landed me in a police station interrogation room. Let me explain. It was my 20th birthday, and I went out for dinner with a group of friends who we went out with almost every week to the Peterborough Pete's OHL hockey games. Since they were poor college students, their gag gifts were a toy whistle that had a slide like a trombone that makes a loud, wobbly sound, a plastic children's bat and ball set, along with a toy gun and pretend bullets that had orange suction cups on the end. In our immaturity, we just had to use the gifts I received. As I drove to the game, my friends were hanging out the windows and sunroof, blowing the whistle, pretending to shoot the gun, and waving the bat and ball at the guy's car with music blaring. We had a great time. I even held that toy gun out my window and pretended to shoot at the guy's car, never thinking of what it might look like to others and not knowing that an off-duty officer was just a few cars behind us. After that night, we kept seeing cop cars circling the school parking lot and wondered what was going on. My 1980s Red Thunderbird wasn't too hard to miss, so eventually I received a call from the police. But thinking it was my guy friends pulling another prank, I didn't exactly show the officer the respect he deserved and wound up having to go down to the precinct to get investigated. I'm sure this police officer had been frustrated working in a town with three post-secondary schools and all the issues that brought on. So he decided to lay it on thick with me. I was led into a private room and made to wait. When the officer finally came in, he was not happy and literally had one of those lamps you see on TV shows shining in my eyes as he pummeled questions at me. I never was charged with anything, but man, was I scared that I was going to jail. Sadly, this is sometimes about as much of a warm and fuzzy feeling Christians give off when they're supposedly shining the light of Christ, but it ends up feeling like an interrogation room lamp scorching their soul. The tactics some Christians implement in witnessing with others are what led to the term Bible thumpers being an appropriate title for some believers. Instead of sharing faith with others, it has been reduced to trying to force people to believe and leaving many people feeling like you just tried to put the fear of Jesus into them instead of expressing the love and light of Christ. In Mark 16, 15, Jesus said we're to go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. But I don't believe he ever wanted us to make people feel pressured, interrogated, insulted, or put down. Romans 2, verse 4 reminds us that it is God's kindness that leads us to repentance and into a relationship with him, not being made to feel less than. 
People need to know about the love of Christ now more than ever. So let your light shine and not scorch others. May you be able to say like Paul, by the mildness and gentleness of Christ, I appeal to you. Revive Our Hearts with Nancy DeMoss Walgamuth is committed to calling women to freedom, fullness, and fruitfulness in Christ. As the author of over 20 books and leader of the True Woman Movement, Nancy has dedicated her life to introducing and guiding women through biblical womanhood. Revive Our Hearts with Nancy DeMoss Walgamuth, weekdays at 11.30 a.m., right here on Joy, hometown Christian radio for the GTA. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Shayla Visser is the National Director of Alpha Canada and the Global Senior Vice President for Alpha International. She's the executive producer of the Alpha film series and one created specifically for youth. Shayla currently holds positions on the board of Damascus Frode Foundation and on the board of Regent College, an international graduate school in Vancouver. Shayla has a heart for people coming to know Jesus and is passionate about helping the local church flourish. She's a gifted communicator who is known for her strategic leadership, as well as her ability to bring people together. Shayla is recognized as one of the top 100 most influential Christian women in Canada. Shayla lives in Vancouver, BC with her police officer husband, Ryan, and their four-legged family members, Talon and Benny. Welcome to the Soul H2O radio and podcast show, Shayla. Oh, Sherry, it's so great to be with you. Well, I am excited about our talk. Uh, you're someone that I've heard about and, you know, have tried to get to hear speak at different times. We've just missed each other. So I know a little bit about what you do, but you've been working with Alpha Canada for a while. And I, how long have you been working with them? I joined Alpha Canada many years ago to head up Alpha in the Workplace globally. And then in 2010, I became the National Director of Alpha Canada. So I've been with the organization for a long time. I absolutely love the values, love what it's trying to do in the world. And so I, it's been a terrific honor and joy for me to be involved with them for so long. Yeah. And for people that aren't familiar with Alpha and the amazing things that they do, could you just maybe like give a little short blurb about what Alpha Canada is all about? Yeah, absolutely. Well, Alpha is an opportunity for people to come and explore faith that wouldn't necessarily have um, a Christian background, or they may, but they've given up on it, or they have questions about God that they've never had a chance to discuss with anyone. And so we create a space where people can come and have conversations about life, faith, and Jesus. And it's a place where everyone's welcome. It could be online, or it could be in person now that you know, we're starting to unlock from so many lockdowns mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. uh, people have come together and they just want a safe place with great hospitality, a ton of love where they can ask big questions. And so this is where people in Canada and around the world can do that. And over a million people in Canada have taken Alpha. Wow, that is exciting. I I really like how it's a place where you can ask questions. I, people that know me well, know I love to ask questions because I want to learn and I want to know. And I'm not someone that can just take things at face value. And sometimes we think that faith has to be just, you know, faith in God has to be completely, you don't ask questions. And 
I I could not be a part of that kind of faith relationship with anyone. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's incredible how those spaces are there for people to ask any questions and to really work out what they believe about God, about the Bible, just an incredible work. So we always ask our guests on the show to share a Bible study tool or tip. So I'm wondering if there's something that you could share with people to help them get into God's word and get into relationship well, with him. There's two things I thought I would share. It's one I heard from Rick Warren early in the pandemic that said, he said, start every day and end every day with the word of God. So I do Mm. that. It's the first thing and the last thing every day, even if it's just one or two verses, it's enough to get my heart and mind around Jesus. But the second thing is I pray every single morning before getting out of bed, come Holy Spirit, fill me again today and let me join you in whatever you're doing around me. Please point it out so I can be where you're at. And I try and create margins so that I can be attentive to the work of the Holy Spirit. I love that. It's just, you know, starting off the day, inviting Holy Spirit in that you're going to partner with him. And then you're going to be more alert to what he is doing because starting off like that, that is really good. I love it. So could you share a Bible verse, one that inspires you? I love um, 1 John chapter 3, verse 1. It says, see what love the Father has lavished on us. And Sherry, you know this as well as I do. Lots of people don't see the Father as loving. Mm, mm-hmm. And I just think it's such an incredible comfort. It's joy. It's peace for us when we realize that the Father is lavishing his love on us. Yeah, I know this verse has really impacted me over my lifetime. And understanding the love of God as a father absolutely changes everything when we really can come to understand that he's not this meanie in the sky. Um, exactly. Yes. Yeah, I, I love that. I love your heart there. And, and I can see that that plays out in so much of what you do. We're going to take a break and come back to talk about what really makes Shayla's heartbeat fast, helping Gen Z kids live out their faith. Hi, I'm Shayla Visser from episode 99, and my music pick for the Soul H2O radio and podcast show is Build My Life by Pat Barrett featuring Corey Asbury. Worthy of every song I'm just looking forward to being able to connect with people, to speak with them about issues that are current and to get their perspective on things and to kind of bounce ideas around and then also to hear from those who are listening because we learn by listening. And I think that's a big part of what I hope the show is about, learning from each other and listening as much as talking. Okay, here we go. Good music, good conversation, good company. Faith Strong Today's Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. Weekdays at 5 p.m. right here on Joy. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. We're back with Shayla Visser, National Director of Alpha Canada and Global Senior Vice President for Alpha International. Shayla, I read how you guys and Barna Research had completed a study on Gen Zs and their faith, and it revealed a lot about them. And I was wondering if you could share some of the insights that you guys learned from that study. Yeah, thanks, Sherry. We did this research on Canadian youth, both those that would call themselves Christians and those that wouldn't. And it was fascinating to understand that the vast majority of those who would not consider themselves Christian have 
unanswered spiritual questions and would Mm. love to have a safe place to discuss them. The second really interesting stat was that um, Gen Z youth, when we ask them about evangelism, we ask them, what emotion do you feel or how do you feel when you're sharing your faith? And if you look at the other generations, it's usually fear, but Gen Mm. Z says they feel calm. And we were shocked by that. Like, why do Christian young people feel calm about it is because they believe in authenticity and they Mm -hmm. want to live their whole lives with their friends and they're not embarrassed by it. In fact, they can embrace it. And we see this already amongst Gen Z who are in high school or in first or second university. They're not shying away from being Christians. They're embracing it as a part of their identity, which is what we want to see. So we are very encouraged by those two stats. I think that's incredible to find out and understand where they're at, different than generations before. And I think it's so important. I remember as a a teenager, and I think fear would have been a lot of us, but we then had one youth pastor who really taught us about evangelism and kind of demystified it. And I think that's what you guys are doing. And as you got the information from this research study, that you created the Life on Purpose project. And I was so excited when I was reading a bit about that. And I think people would love to hear if you could share about this new program that you guys have created. Yeah, it's a four-week series called Life on Purpose, and it was really designed to serve teens by helping them make the connection between meaning and belonging impact, and then the joy of having their friends come to know Jesus. And so when we put this together, we knew that the voices of teenagers across the country had to be a mainstay in it. And so there's lots of minutes on screen where teens will be hearing from their friends, people that are like them. And then we have a couple of experts in in the episodes. And then we also have an opportunity to put this into the hands of youth pastors and youth workers so that they can really get their teens engaged in work in their high schools, like mission work to say, how do I find a purposeful life and help my friends find it as well? And we know the purpose is in a relationship with Jesus. And so we've just really pushed into this. We have been shocked. Not only have we seen this huge uptake in Canada, but people around the world are already contacting us and saying, can we translate this into our language? Because we think Teenagers, hearing from teenagers is really, really important for Gen Z. And we prioritize that in this series. I I think that's so great. And that they're going to be able to watch it and see kids that look just like them, act like them, speak their language. I think sometimes in the past, maybe everything would be, you know, an older person teaching a younger person of what to do, which is helpful. Absolutely. We need the guidance of those that are older. But as a youth, I think I would have loved to have had that, you know, hearing from other people my age and uh, in, in your sort of way of saying things. So that is really incredible. Yeah. And, and I think we've tried it's- to marry both. Sorry, Sherry. Mm-hmm. We've tried to marry both, right? Compelling student stories with also teaching from people that are older than teenagers. So biblical yeah. experts. So we've really married the two because of what you've just said. We need to hear yeah. from both. Yeah, I think it's so important for youth to hear from both. And um, it's great that you guys do marry the two and and talk to them about what it really means to join with the Holy Spirit daily. It's something that I know is kind of a mission for you. And and how does this really help the young people learn that, to, to join with the Holy Spirit daily? Well, I think throughout the, the four episodes, you get to hear not only stories 
from other teens, but you get to hear the stories from our experts on screen about what, how they've done just that and what it means for us as Christians to join the Holy Spirit. It's not a straight line of step one, <laughs> step two, step three. It is yeah. a sometimes messy, always faith uh, driven line of saying, okay, Holy Spirit, what are you doing around me today? How can I encourage someone? How can I come alongside someone that needs hope? How can I be a good listener? How can I challenge someone to consider Jesus? I mean, there's all of these opportunities in their schools, for us in our workplaces, for others on the soccer pitch or wherever it might be. And kids um, and young people need, same with adults, need to have this increased faith to believe it's possible, increased mm -hmm. faith to believe the Holy Spirit's at work around them all the time, and mm -hmm. then an increased faith to say, oh my goodness, the Father through the Holy Spirit is inviting me to join him in the work of the kingdom right around me today. And how can I do that? And I think you're you're putting it in a way that they're going to see others doing it. It's just like, well, it can be done. It's it's not like, you know, theory or it's it's actually these kids are living it out. These people are living it out and there's examples for them now. As we get older, sometimes you feel this disconnect from a younger generation and wondering how would you suggest people who are older? How can we support Gen Z in their faith? Two things. We need to love them well. We need to realize that there are differences um, mm. all over the place between people, even if they're in the same age cohort. But for those of us who are not Gen Z, I'm not a millennial. I am a Gen Xer. I have mm -hmm. to really love them well. And I have to love them with God's unconditional love through the power of the Holy Spirit. And then I have to listen. I need to listen to them to understand what's going on in their lives. How can I come alongside them and love them well? And so I think if we can love and listen, we're going to cover off that disconnect that sometimes feels like it's present between us and a different generation. And it goes both ways. Gen Z um, needs us to come alongside of them, but they also can can ask us about our lives and learn from it. So I think it's a two-way relationship, but it's initiated by those that are older with mm -hmm. a posture to love and mm -hmm. listen. I think that is so key. Uh, years ago, I was a youth pastor um, after Bible college and all that. I, I love working with youth. But in the first, when I started, I remember thinking, you know, I have to make this the coolest youth group and I have to be the coolest and and try. And I, I failed in that area. I remember the kids would just, you know, try to get me to get rid of my perms back then. <laughs> like, you know, we're talking years ago. And, you know, so maybe I wasn't dressed in their, you know, coolest style or whatever, thinking that that maybe is the way to connect with them. But absolutely the most important thing was listening to them and loving them. And you could, you know, gloss over a, a lot of uncoolness. There was a lot of uncool, really important, life-changing youth pastors because they cared about the kids. So I, I think you're right on here with that's how to support them, listening to them and uh, just loving them well. So how can we love our neighbors and share our faith, no matter what our age, what are, you know, just some tips that you might have, some quick points. Yeah, I think Luke 10 is really helpful for us and is a great model. When we think about Jesus sending out the disciples, he said, go into towns, uh, have a meal with people in their homes, pray with them, tell them the kingdom of God is here. And that doesn't happen you know, as quickly as it may sound in our time, mm -hmm. but it does work in neighborhoods. What does it mean to get to know your neighbors, invite them into your house as 
you can and go to their house as you can or meet them at their favorite coffee coffee shop. What does it mean to really lean into loving and knowing your neighbor? And then when you hear their pain points in life, to actually offer to pray for them, to actually Mm -hmm. offer them a moment of encouragement and love. And I'm trying to challenge myself and challenge my other Christian friends to say, what does it mean to pray for them in that moment? Not say, hey, I'll pray for you when I leave, but actually to step over our fear, which I have to do, and Mm -hmm. say to them, can I pray for you right now? And I've done that a few times with neighbors who don't know Jesus, a painter that was in my house randomly, like we'd hired him, Mm -hmm. but randomly God used that. And what I've noticed is that people in pain long for someone to come alongside of them, not just to listen, but to pray. And so when I prayed for each of these people in my neighborhood, they ended up in tears. And now they have not become followers of Jesus, but I know that they had an experience of the kingdom of God. And through Mm -hmm. my hands and feet, they felt the love of Jesus. And I just think if we can continue to do that in our neighborhoods where we spend our free time with people that we meet, I think we're going to see more and more fruitfulness. I do believe Sherry, that the harvest is plentiful and the workers are few. And so I'm, I'm praying, God, bring the workers, bring those that want to love, that want to run towards pain, that want to step over fear and offer prayer in the moment. And then as the opportunity arises, invite them to church, invite them to Alpha, uh, invite them to hear more about Jesus in some way. And watch as God opens those doors. The Holy Spirit is always at work right around us. And we just need the courage to believe he was in the conversation before you got there. He's in it with you. So even if you make a total blunder of it, he's still there. (laughs) And then he's there after you leave, working on people to realize they have a good, good father that loves them. And I think that's the most amazing part of being activated in introducing our neighbors to Jesus. We just get to love and listen and pray and invite, but we do have to step over our own fear to do so. Shayla, this has been such an incredible interview with such great uh, challenge to us to live out our faith and to share it well. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks, Sherry, for having me. Great to be with you. I challenge you to pray a prayer like Shayla's every morning. I know this will help alert you to the opportunities God brings your way every day to partner with the Holy Spirit and shine the light of Christ into the world so that others can know His love and acceptance like you have. If you're not sure how to do this, George's put Shayla's prayer on the show notes for you to use word for word or rephrase to make it your own. Christianity is not about rituals, but I find it sometimes helpful to have a framework to follow and help keep me on track. And I think maybe this will help you too. From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for episode 99, Called to Shine, Not Scorch, with Shayla Visser from Alpha. Make sure to check out the show notes for deeper insights and information about our guests at soulh2o.com slash 99. I hope you'll rate and share with your friends and family to help spread the word about the Soul H2O radio and podcast show. Come back next week for the 100th episode with another contest for you to win some Soul H2O swag and gifts from Joy Radio. Until then, I'm praying you stay blessed and refreshed. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality. 
so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.